Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Divot Room. I'm Chris, and I'm here with the Todd. We're Zooming again. How you doing, Todd? Doing great, Chris. Good to see ya. You still can't hear the intro music, right? Nope. No, I just, gosh. I just, I just see you air <laughs> something. Air. What is that? Air computering. Air, I don't know if it's guitar. I don't know. It's it's like I got to get it high enough so you can see it in the Zoom. I'm not sure what I'm doing, really. It's more like a air a, accordion or something. I don't know. But I appreciate you doing it, and maybe yeah, effect. it it more, looked more like air sitar. <laughs> that's the probably air sitar. that's pretty accurate. Maybe sometimes you could do air bagpipe. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> Sorry. wow! I hope that wasn't too much feedback. <clears throat> I will apologize on behalf of my partner for that. Yeah, noise sorry yeah oh that's okay um how you doing man doing you, great we had talked about doing uh in the studio but as is life we got sprinkler guys i got up late after 10 days of work and debauchery yeah so feels yeah you're going to B shift soon. I am. Which is gonna is gonna help. That's gonna yeah. give us twenty more days for us to figure it out. Yeah, we won't have to coordinate just one day between our two days off. We can we can coordinate either one now. I, I so. like the idea of a C shift, and then we can do it later at night. You I know, like, like that after too. dinner at eight, because you know I'm an older gentleman and I like to be in bed by 10 if i work the next day at the latest you know For sure. so so that'll be nice that we can do it later and and uh and we yeah, can play more golf to together because you know i mean yeah i don't play and i don't play enough and then it's hard to coordinate that so yeah me me moving shifts uh is is kind of something that i need to do uh are my own personal reasons um to be disclosed and when talked about at a later date, but uh, well, yeah, yeah I mean, the way Alo things Aloha <laughs> is a hard working station, yeah. busy running calls in Hillsboro, running calls in Aloha. It's brutal, and it's it's a it's a younger man's gig, just like downtown and, Beaverton. And I've been there for several years, so uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a much needed change, and yeah. So I had the opportunity, and I thought, you know what, it's going to give Todd and I a little bit more opportunity to be able to have a little bit more flexibility on our recording and our podcasting. Cause you know what? Our audience needs it. We can't, they do we need can't it. not podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's, it's, it's coming to fruition. We, as you know, we were in the big union golf tournament oh, and yeah. we did a little episode before we went to the golf course yep. and we, we were listening to it driving there in my car and you're like, yeah, look, Two people are already listened, and we got to the golf course, and 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 Teeter comes out to me. He goes, "Yeah, we just listened." He goes, "I can't believe you don't want to see me in my underpants." <laughs> I'm like, uh, "It's implied. It's, yeah. it's totally implied." Teeter, He's I such totally a beautiful man. I mean, you know. So, anyways, yeah. that it's it's fun, and and there was a real curmudgeon at the golf course. Also, the starter, I was talking to him and. Before we teed off, and he saw our John. uniform, John, yeah, John, John. Yeah. he got angry with us because like, we didn't go the right route to our hole that we started on. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he just Real angry. had it, yeah. and uh, so he, he, we once he figured out we had a podcast. Next thing we know, he shows up and he's he, he's listening to it and he's laughing. So yeah, we're changing uh, hearts and minds. Yeah, John, if you're listening, thanks for being a loyal listener. You know, yeah. I mean, we got off to a, to a little rough patch there, but you know what? By the end of the day, we were all friends, and you're you're a listener. It's cool. Yeah, we appreciate yeah, it. it. Thanks, John, and thanks for all your hard work out there. I know it's kind of a pain in the butt trying to deal with a bunch of firemen that are just loud, and obnoxious, and maybe slightly overserved. Yeah. So I, what happened? Let's just get yeah. it out in the open. We didn't win. We didn't win. God. We had a lot of fun though. We had a lot of fun. We played our fucking guts out. Yeah, we did. I mean, we were just poured our guts out on the golf course, and we just didn't have enough putts going. And in fact, we made a bogey, which is a 
fucking no no in a, a scramble. That's a sin in a scramble, yeah. And we yeah. didn't even come in second. No, no, God, we we yeah, we were sixth place. Sixth place. <sighs> it was a what rough do, what day. Do you, yeah, what do you, it was putting, right? Well, I dropped a couple putts, so I felt like I was putting better than I normally do because I'm not usually the person that to rely on for putting, but I did drop a couple putts. Mm -hmm. Um, my driver was completely off. I mean, I had to try to unleash on a couple because there's, you guys were consistent getting some of the fairways. So I just tried to unleash and ended up topping a couple, uh, which is fine in a scramble, right? When you just try to unleash. Absolutely. uh, you know, I mean, I just kind of felt like everybody in our group is kind of playing. It's like 70 to 80%. And, and that's not going to get it done in a, in a scramble. We need at least one or two players like playing at 90 to a hundred percent. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah you, you I, I had to drop had some to, putts. I had, to, I had to tell you at one point, it's like, I, I can't keep putting last because a, some people had made some putts Yeah, and now it's, it's, four holes to go and i haven't putted right it's like i need i you need needed, a fucking putt here yeah. so i can get get something going yeah but. yeah it's uh it was tough you know um i was um yeah I, I i was struggling trying to hit the ball off the tee uh and then that doesn't gain any confidence going going into that uh so who won todd who was it who, who was it? it was it was welch yeah great 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 team great golfers they clearly played better than everybody 1400 1400 seems pretty good i had said we're gonna gonna need to do 16 and 15 would have done it but yeah yeah i want to publicly i want to publicly apologize to welch and his team i might have made a gesture with a finger at them as they were walking up to gather their prizes um, I was slightly overserved, so at that point, I was. I, it's nothing against you. It's just a, for some reason, just maybe just one of my reactions to just losing. I'm not normally like that. I, I more power to you guys. You guys play great, uh, great competitors. Uh, so I publicly apologize for maybe making a gesture that I regret. That's so. that's that's really nice of you, Chris. Thanks. And I I also said they were number one, and I'm not going to yeah. apologize. <laughs> Because I'm an asshole, and and I just you know I saw their giggly faces, and they were looking right at us. They were they so were, fucking happy. They were they're hugging. They're like, hey, look at us. You know, they did so kind of rub it in a little bit. So a little bit. So I. I but you know they what? won. I mean, they hey, good for them because good for you them. know and what they after them next yeah, year. Yeah, they know that next year they might not because they know that it's a tough tournament to win. They did play well, but so they know that they got to take advantage of the fact that they won, which is hey, more power to them. So. Anyways, yeah. apparently that apology is uh, just for me. <laughs> yep, for sure. <laughs> we 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 called out a few teams that we thought would do the worst. Yeah, there do was. You feel prob- bad for that now? Nope. Oh nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah, there was a lot to play. There was a lot. I'm an asshole. There was a lot to play. Terrible, so terrible well, that they were trunk slammers and didn't even turn the scorecard. <laughs> Yeah, I think there was uh, maybe 15 teams that didn't turn in score. No, maybe less than that, but maybe 10, which I thought was funny. Yeah. Because we, we don't even know for sure. I think that the worst score I did see was plus three. Oh, okay. Who was that? Oh, God. We don't I care, don't remember. Do we? No, we don't care. We don't want, we don't want any shaming that we are, haven't so, already done. Yeah, they. I, I respect that they turned in a scorecard. <clears throat> Even though they, oh, yeah. you know, they didn't. Play. So you know, it is what it is. Yeah. One team that I thought would do the worst was uh, Captain Smith's team of Trotter and Wallace and uh, geez, Godfrey. Godfrey. Yep. They finished eleventh. Yeah, that's good. Not so didn't break I, the top ten. They, you don't know. Well, you don't know twenty bucks. I felt bad enough that I said I'd donate twenty anyway. So oh, there you go, dude. Nice job. Nice yeah, job. Yeah, I got up there and I said, let me have the mic. And they're like, no fucking way. <laughs> and then I was like, no, 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 no. I got to I gotta make it. You know, I made a prediction. If anybody of those teams I said was going to do shitty. And I felt like they got close enough. So I donated 20 and it's yeah, all good. There you go. There you go. And we uh, we auctioned off uh, some of our merchandise. We've got some new merchandise. And uh, we auctioned off a hat. And that went yeah. for $60. Signed. Signed. Alex Schmidt bought one of our hats for $60 and he wanted us to autograph it. So we gave people the choice if they bid on it and if they wanted it 
to be signed, then great. So he's banking on that to be worth millions at some point when we make it big in the podcasting industry, Todd. God, I hope it's less than 20 years. <laughs> yeah, 20 years, that'd be, yeah, maybe let's give, let's give ourselves a, a reasonable goal. Let's uh, say we've, we've hit it. We can predict that we can maybe hit it big in three. Is that okay. reasonable enough? I'm three years? I'm all in. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. All right. <clears throat> we'll see if we, <clears throat> if, we're, if we're able to land a big name as an interview or somebody as a f- official friend of the show, then that's probably when we can officially say we've made it. We've made it. Yeah. So Peter Jacobson, Jordan Spieth, if you're listening, anybody, uh, you know what? Give us a call. Send us an email. The Divot Room. Yeah. They, at gmail.com. They, <laughs> don't they show up on Lane Up? Oh, yeah. It could be. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they have interviews. <clears throat> I'm just thinking reasonable people. Maybe Peter Jacobson, we could lure into an interview or something. That's that's down the road. So let's move on. Maybe we've got okay. Yeah. We've got big news. Big news came out of yesterday. Okay. We had a big tournament that we uh, sent an episode last week about the PGA Championship. We're here to review the PGA Championship. Wow. Oh, yeah, unbelievable. It was that was. Good TV. Very good TV. Like Phil Mickelson, like almost went wire to wire at 50 years old. And he was 36 hole leader, 72 hole leader, and the champion. 2021 PJ Championship champion, Phil Mickelson. Unbelievable. What's yeah. your impressions just off that win? Coming down this stretch, <clears throat> I thought he was incredible he looked like that that cat that's stalking the bird that's on the ground like and tiger he just no he gets his <laughs> he gets no he he looks different like every time he's in a tournament he just gets his focus and he's just i'm gonna kick your ass his intimidation factor with kepka kepka folded like a paper sack yeah he did the guy just caved under Phil's, you know, his his formula to victory. What does he call it? He calls it C squared equals B plus HS equals IV. Have you ever heard of this? No. Coffee times calves equals bombs plus hellacious seeds equals intimidation and victory. That's pretty I mean, the accurate. Guy did it. That's oh, pretty accurate. God. Yeah, he's he's a coffee salesman. I I don't think that that was uh, common knowledge. He good he, coffee, coffee that's good for you, whatever that means. <laughs> whatever that means. I'm not a Phil fan. I mean, I, I shouldn't say I'm not a Phil. I'm not uh, against Phil. I'm not for Phil. This isn't like a Patrick Reed thing, right? This is just uh, I compare it to like LeBron and Kobe in the NBA, right? You either like LeBron or you like Kobe. Um, you either like Tiger or you like Phil. There's not a whole lot of in between, right? They're so polar opposites, but great champions. I'm in Tiger's camp, but yet yesterday, dude, I got to tell you, I was pretty awesome to watch. That was pretty cool. I was rooting for a playoff. I was hoping to see <clears throat> when he hit the ball over 17's green into the hay. Well, I mean, he hit the green, but then it rolled into the hay. I was had a just a little glimmer of hope that he was going to lose his mind and do something really stupid. Because he's done it before. Double. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, when he was talking about it afterwards, he's like, yeah, I'm comfortable playing out of the hay. I, I, I'm there a lot. So that was, he made it look easier than, in fact, he was, I saw him kind of bang his hip after he hit it because he was like, I could have been a little more aggressive and gotten it closer. He had, a, he, he had a few miscues off the tee, but that's where he won this tournament. I mean, he was so accurate off the tee, but if that guy misses the green, he's money up and down, dude. I mean, there's 16 hitting bombs, hitting bombs. Yeah. He was, there was one hole. I think it was like 17 or something or not 17, but 16, 16, 366 yards. Longest drive farther than, yeah. Farther than anybody. Majority of the week it was uh, into the wind, but still. The longest drive, of, you longest can say drive, that, yeah. uh, of 150 people, I hit the longest drive. Uh, I hit the biggest bomb. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. 
So it was it was amazing. So it, while you say you were hoping that he was going to go into a playoff, there's got to be somebody you were hoping he's going to go into a playoff with. Anybody? That's oh, anybody? Drilling. Okay. <laughs> clearly, clearly, uh, <laughs> Phil didn't want to go into a playoff with Streelman. Did you see him giving the stiff arm at the end of the? Not even stiff arm. He just gave him the cold shoulder. Did you see that? Oh, I love that. Yeah. Dude, that he was is. walking off 18, walking over to the scoring tent. He's hugging like Ricky comes up to him. He gives him a big hug. John Rom comes under, over to him, gives him a big hug. Everybody's telling him, nice job. Colt Nost, he's been walking the course doing announcing. He even walked up to him and gave him a handshake. I mean, all these guys are doing this and that. And you see Kevin Streelman almost like creeping, kind of like, hey, hey, Phil, good, Phil. <laughs> Hey, Phil, Phil didn't I... even acknowledge him. I question whether or not Phil even knew he was a professional golfer. I mean, he's probably are you, you guy from Callaway. Who are you? <laughs> right. I are, mean, are you are you Cleet from Station Fifty One? <laughs> kind of looks like him. I, I know. Yeah, but that... yeah, I thought it was the funniest. I mean, it was it was obvious that Phil either a didn't even see it, but he did. He looked back, or and b just does not like Kevin Streelman. So I read an article by Joel Beal, and it was talking about how nobody was rooting for Streelman. It would have been the worst thing for golf this week if Streelman won. He kind of talked about the David versus the Goliath and how everybody roots for the Goliath. Nobody roots for the David. And I was trying to think of a David that I, that I like. And you know, that's you like Morikawa. Was he a David when he won last year? Um, I wouldn't say so. Um, he was, he came out of college and he was hot. And I think that was his second tournament or was that his first tournament? He won, but he won a couple times, I believe last year. So I feel like he had won. And then that was clearly his first major, but yeah, I don't. Hit, I mean, are you looking to? Are you looking for me to kind of talk about like if there's a David versus Goliath that you can remember with David won and you were happy? Yeah, like Mike Weir, I would look as a David versus Goliath in the Masters, and nobody was happy with Weir winning it. Well, there's a lot of those guys that are out there, like you know Danny Willett. You can say, you know, I mean, it seems like the Masters kind of brings some of that out. I mean, there's some. There's some champions in the Masters that you're just kind of like, yeah, whatever. And then you just kind of turn off the TV and go about your day, right? Trevor, Trevor yep. Immelman, I think, was one of those guys. Um, yep. Zach Johnson winning the British <clears throat> Open or the Masters. Nobody's rooting for, for Zach. Zach. <laughs> yeah. Like people from Iowa. <laughs> yeah. I, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I can't really remember. It seems like... I, I mean, I don't like the term David versus Goliath, right? I mean, biblically speaking, nobody likes Goliath. He's an evil monster that wanted to kill a, a bunch of people, and David was the only one that had God behind him, and he went and crushed him. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you can see that Tiger is a David because he has superpowers and was able to just crush fields, right? So, um, mm-hmm. so, so I, I get the, I, I understand the metaphor of David versus Goliath, um, but you can pretty much put in anybody in that camp <clears throat> Hudson Swafford right he wins and people are like who is that that's a mm-hmm. David kind of story right where he comes in and he, he gets his first PJ Tour win and he crushes the field and you know I think anytime an unknown wins a PJ Tour event then then that's a good thing in my mind I think the more of these players that get exposure and get people to recognize them is good no, that's <clears throat> Streelman. Nobody wants to see Streelman win. I didn't say people want to see Streelman win. I didn't want to see Streelman win. That would be the worst thing. I, I think that's the worst thing for golf that could happen. If Streelman would have, if he would have pulled out to an early lead and like we're like, hey, he's going to walk away with it, I would have turned off the TV. I would not have watched Kevin Streelman yeah. victory kind of, and nobody would have been there to greet him. I mean, it, it's. It's sad. He's probably a nice guy. He probably has a good little foundation. You know? I bet Kevin Na would have stuck around. <laughs> Kevin Na seems like he might stick around. And I bet Patrick him. Reed would have too. Uh, I bet Patrick Reed, Reed would have. Oh, no, no dude. fucking way. Patrick Reed. Was oh, Kevin? In his Kevin? Club. Kev? Ke- Kevin and I are buds. Kevin and I are buds. <laughs> we, 
We, what about Weber? Would Weber, Weber stick around? Weber, Weber and Reed. Yeah, yeah. Ke- Kevin and I talk all the time. Yeah, well, you know, we, we uh, talk when we're at events. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? So what about... So 18 was pretty crazy. Um, it was. Ke- Kepka, he pumped a drive down there in the right fringe. Was he in and- the sandy area or is he in the fringe? He was, I, he was in the fringe. He was fine. Oh, he was okay. So just wasn't clarify. in the first cut, but but yeah, go wasn't ahead. in the fairway, but just the next cut over. Hit a good drive because he stepped up there first, and it's like, what's Phil going to do? Is he going to lose his mind? And I was just like, no, <clears throat> you hit you hit your you hit your ball into the stands because you're going to get a free drop at the very least. Yeah, but he said he he wanted he needed to carry it three twenty five over those right bunkers, and if he pushed it, he knew he was fine. But there was never a pull in that driver he wasn't he wasn't worried in the least bit about right yeah which is a nice thing to have if you're a lefty yeah because for me i worry about the yank left correct yeah for lefties you know so he's got a really good swing and he was talking about how his swing coach just had him just coming down the line and his swing just felt good and if you know you can hit it 325 in the air and if you push it right, you're fine. That's great. And so he was over there next to the stands, and he hit a great shot in. Kepka needed to hold the next one, and he couldn't do it. And the throng. Ugh, dude. Did, did you see the guy? out of control. Uh, that was not good. That was not good at all. I mean, you need to have control. I and mean, that, that clearly looked like... Tigers, I mean, they showed things on social media comparing the two that sure it looked like Tiger and the two were championship. What was it, 2019, 2018? I think 2018. Nobody was able to touch Tiger then. Uh, Tiger had to kind of climb through the, but he was surrounded a little bit more than Phil was. Somebody jumped on Phil. Did you see that? I did. I did. And Phil Phil said he gave him a shot in the ribs. Yeah, good. Good. Yeah, I gave him a little Belbo. Yeah. And then Kepka afterwards, did you see his post interview? I didn't see his post interview. I've kind of heard about it, about him saying <sighs> that people were taking jabs at his knee and stuff. Digs. Digs. Quote, digs. Yeah. Dude, Jeez, seriously. He that's... sounded like a little bitchy cunt. Well, and I, just... I get it. I get it. It's But it's like, I, you don't expect that as a player. You just, you, that's the last thing in your mind is to be fighting a crowd like that. And and to his credit, he's walking up 18. He's known he just blew a major uh, with a bum knee. Uh, he was an underdog coming in, just like Phil. So we have two underdogs coming in that probably nobody picked. And you just have this just out-of-control crowd during a global pandemic that is just, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know where the security was. There was no security. Nope. It wasn't it good. Clearly, but... it was just the band is on the field, and this thing needs to just... I mean, I, I'm just glad that there was nothing on the green. I mean, those guys could have just bum-rushed Phil after he made that putt. I mean, it could have just gotten ugly. The And I get that. But he, you just afterwards, when you're standing there at your press conference, he just sounded like a whiny little bitch. Just somebody, you know, just... It would have been fun if my knee didn't hurt. Did you know, he I say got that? to go home. <laughs> yes. And I, my knee hurts, and I have to go home and ice. It feels like shit. And I, I'd say more, but I don't want to get fined. Oh, my God. He just sounded okay, like yeah. a little, little bitch. It's like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, a guy that just needs to maybe just cool his jets and just remember he's professional and just move on. Bitch to somebody yeah. that cares, not just the entire world. I mean, Phil Mickelson just became the oldest person to win a major championship. I mean, that's and kicked, crazy. And kicked your ass yeah, that did. final round. You yeah. couldn't hit it. You just watched Phil intimidate you. It was awesome. So I don't know if you saw it, but Tiger tweeted something or Tiger's people. I don't know if it's Tiger sometimes or if he calls somebody and says, hey, tweet this out or if he has access to his account, whatever it may be. But it, it was something to the effect that he gave props to Phil, but, <clears throat> he said, truly inspirational. And mm. to me, I read that. And I was like, yeah. Gotta Tiger's inspired. He yeah. wants to be the oldest person to win a major. And I will go to the grave. And I say, I've said this before. Tiger Woods will break Jack's record. 
Tiger Woods will be the oldest person to ever win a major at some point he in needs, time. He needs to win four more? Uh, I believe so. three or four. Three to tie. Yeah, three to so tie. Three four to, to tie. Win. Four to win. Four to break it. And he'll be playing he's, the Masters for a long time. And he will be in contention when he's in his late 50s. Phil very well could be too, though. This could be a race to see if Phil can win another major. He might be pumping that age up. Because I guarantee there's going to be times that Phil's going to be in contention at the Masters. Just like Freddie, just like Tom Watson. Guys that just come out of nowhere in their later ages. I'm not saying they're going to win, but they might give us some excitement. But I think Tiger will win a major later in his life. I hope so. I hope so too. He's going to come back. He's got to. This isn't the end of the story. Yeah. Enough about Tiger. He wasn't even there. He doesn't want to nope. take over the news. He wants to give Mickelson his spotlight. That wasn't the whole point. I just kind of read into a tweet. Runners up, uh, Louis Oosthuizen and Brooks Kepka. I think we kind of covered Brooks enough. And uh, Louis, what do you think about Louis? God, I think it was 16. He was four or five under, and he, he went left into the weeds or the hay. Yeah. He punches out <clears throat> in the middle of the fairway, and he hits this stinker. It looks like something I hit at Tri-Mountain that kind of wiggles right and went in the water. And he, I think he got a six, maybe. One, two, three, and four out. I think he got a six. Yeah. But geez, really? What are you doing, Louie? And and to, I guess, Baby Ken's credit, she uh, got in a pool, yeah. 12 people, and one of her picks was Louie. She also picked uh, Rom, and she also picked Adam Scott and Jordan Spieth, and she ended up winning it. Nice. Yeah, so did, she was pretty happy. Did you see Rom's T-shirt? I didn't see what it said. I just saw it said, Dad. I didn't see what, if it said anything below that, like, Sponsored by dad. I don't know. It just, it just said dad. <laughs> oh, that, that's what happens when you become a dad. Now it is. Got, you just get a t-shirt that says dad on it. I thought that I was think pretty, it's pretty cool. funny that he's got a dad bod at age 27. <laughs> he had it you before know, he's even to have a the dad. dad bod until you're like 47, bro. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, but I'm, not, I'm not body shaming him. I just, you know. Just no. couple, uh, couple headlines for me for this tournament. Abraham answer. Um, one of Again. my, one of my picks lowest round of the tournament. He shot it on Sunday, 65, seven under. He gave himself a real chance to, to make something really cool happen. And he did, you know what? Seven under the guy was, I mean, I think he even missed a couple putts. Like, Jeez. yeah, I mean, clean scorecard. I don't know. I'd be interested to see how many clean scorecards there were all week, but he shot a 65. Yeah, he shot a 65 on Sunday. And Jordan Spieth shot a 75. What a jerk. That's, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, Jordan. Pull it together, man. Uh, the other highlight I have is Ricky Fowler. We got to yeah. talk about Ricky. You can't just talk about the PGA Championship in 2021 without talking about Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler makes it in with a special exemption, right? Jeez, yeah. Yeah, so he makes it in with a special exemption, and he accepts it. And he ends up at minus one T eight. Hell, guess, yes. Guess what? Guess what? what? He's in the Masters He's next year. He's in the Masters next year. Top eight because he didn't get to play this year because he couldn't. He wasn't good enough. He was, you know. D is it the top eight that makes it in the Masters or the top four? I thought it was top eight. I don't know. I just heard top four at least. Uh, I I don't know. I know that Higgs got in. He was T four, I believe. I could be completely wrong. Maybe they just, maybe they said top eight and he was in the top eight, but either way, well, you know, we, we, we make shit up. It's okay. Oh, it's okay. I, you very well could be right. I wasn't sure. Um, I would love to see Ricky Fowler in the masters next year. Um, I he probably gets into the U S open with this. I would imagine. Oh yeah. Um, you top if you make a top 10 in a major, I, I, would I think, would think at least for the rest of the calendar year, I don't know how, how it all works. There's so many different, you do this well, you get this and that. And well, Phil Mickelson was was going to be a special invite to the U.S. Open, and now he can say, "Nah, I'm I'm going to just I earned my way in." Yeah, so five he, year exemption. Yeah, he actually um, 
Yeah, he he got a five year exemption into every single major. So he, uh, yeah, he is. <laughs> he just went from being a special exemption in the U.S. Open to being a favorite to win the U.S. Open. Uh, so Ricky Fowler, Ricky Fowler, special, special week, dude. I mean, the guy, it's good to see him back. It is good to see him back. And I don't know if we can kind of consider this being back or if he has to kind of prove himself a little bit more, but I never considered him being gone. So, um, let's just say that Ricky Fowler is back in my mind, our minds. So, yeah. Sam Burns, dude, what the hell? One of your alternates. God. WD. What happened? He was, they have a pretty nice range, but they ran out of grass spots and he went over to the mats and he started hitting Hansel rockets. Okay. And he's like, oh, my back, my back. (laughs) God. Okay. So that, uh, all right. He 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 hurt his his back. back, right? Yeah. So here it is back. Um, certainly puts himself in the category of a trunk slammer nominee. Uh, we'll see. Y.E. Yang DQ'd. Did you hear why he's DQ'd? He he said he had an eighty. He said he had an eighty-two, and they're like, no, he had an eighty-three, dummy. Yeah, it felt like a bogey. <laughs> if yeah, it wasn't. It was a double. He signs an incorrect scorecard, leaves the scoring tent, and then it was advised that he signed an incorrect scorecard, and he was DQ'd. Well, you know, hate to break it to you, Y.E., but after 75 and 83, you're not going to be playing the weekend anyways. So he was yeah. slamming his trunk for for a long for a long week. Um, do you have anything else? Because I got one last thing, and I really think we should kind of wrap up this PGA Championship on. And I think it's just a good way to uh, to beat the crap out of this tournament. Talk about yeah, somebody, I, talk about somebody that beat the crap out of a T marker. Oh God, I saw that, I, and I put I put some I put a dollar on this guy EVR EVR Eric Van Royen. So Good his caddy's God. got a he's got a he's got a bun he's got a man bun. And they both wear like kicky capri pants when they play golf. I don't know how you get it. They're like like sweatpants slash <clears throat> capri pants. Yeah. So it, Eric Van Ruyen did pretty good in the match play. Um, and he had a solid Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. I believe he will shit with six holes <clears throat> to go on Friday. He started playing poorly, as they say. Yeah, very poorly. Yeah. And he, on. Yeah, go ahead. On seventeen, it, that was I think it was two hundred yards right into the teeth of the wind over water. He hit the right side of the green and it rolled along, then got over to the railroad ties and then plopped into the water, and he beat the shit out of a T marker. Yeah, like and like took one swing at it backwards towards you know the crowd, it. and then he turns around and takes a full swing and. Uh, Matt Wallace's caddy has to get out of the way of the shrapnel. So, From a, the shrapnel was the club head. Oh, was that the, the club, club head? The club head came flying off. Yes, I didn't he lost know that the club head. And uh, so, if you do that at say USGA event, yeah, and you would get asked to not come back the next day. No. And He's gonna get a fine, and I wish they would say what it is. I borderline think he should not get to play the next tournament, like U.S. I, Open. I, I just, yeah, the the next, I the next major for sure. I mean, this is a Your PGA giant, of America. Maybe just ban him from the PGA Championship next year or for the next two years. <laughs> God, I mean, I've played with people that throw <clears throat> their shit, and it almost hits you. It's fucking annoying. It is annoying. Stop throwing your shit. It's not my I, fault. I mean, what Jesus. would have happened if he would have actually injured that caddy? That felt terrible. So Eric Van Ruyen, he went on 14, he went bogey. On 15, he went double bogey. On 16, he went bogey. And then he got a triple on 17 after that little mishap on the tee and shot 81. 
the guy was probably out of the tournament anyways. Well, I don't know. No, he wasn't. Before those bogeys <clears throat> and double bogeys yeah. started, he was three shots clear. Yeah. So it was interesting. I encourage everybody to go try to find that footage of that uh, video. It's fairly entertaining. He doesn't injure anybody. It's not gruesome. It's just an act of violence towards a marker that nobody should ever do. It is... I can even look at Eric Van Ruyen and just like Ben Hogan would tell him, Eric, you're not that good. You're yeah, not right? good enough to get mad. Just yeah, suck it up. You're a professional. I mean, do you remember, do you remember like years back, like Tiger would kind of eh, slam his club on the ground and like drop the F-bomb or something and people are like, oh gosh, Tiger, I can't believe you're acting like that. You're a role model. Kids look up to you. And it's like, the guy who slammed his club on the ground, what's the big deal? And yeah. then you see guys like this, because I even said back then, I'm like, hey, look, Tiger's got cameras on him all the time. It's okay if he does that once in a while and kind of gets a little pissy, but you want to see some, just some crappy people just being just idiots that's eric van ruyen that's the kind of crap that people are doing out there on the professional level i wonder if it was he felt humiliated because he he looked in the mirror like at the turn he went had to take a squirt and get a hot dog and he's like fuck look at this goddamn outfit i'm wearing these pants i mean i'm wearing high water what the hell and my shirt's wrong, and oh, jeez, I look like shit. And then he started playing like shit, and then he took it out on the T-marker. And that poor T-marker, you know, yeah. what about when you go up there? It's like, where's a T-marker supposed to go? Well, it, it's in the water. We're trying to get another one. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. what an I, I thought idiot. Another, yeah, he, he's definitely my ding-dong of the week. Oh, for sure. And, That's He's not a nominee. He's, he's just absolute He's ding-dong a ding-dong and the trunk slammer. Oh, for sure. I can't. Yeah, I can't believe he didn't. He signed his card and just didn't go straight to his trunk. I, I thought a, then another funny outfit was Brooks Kepka's hat on Saturday. Yeah, it, it yeah. looked like it was. He went to Goodwill, and I'm not against Goodwill, but it's the hat that got <clears throat> left there in 1985. Yeah, 86. It was like woo. He came back with a, a better outfit, but man, the, the, that those funny blocks. It was a, it, I believe it was a six-panel hat because we're yeah. familiar with with hats and five and six panels, yeah. And uh, I think four of them had some funny blocked colors. So, anyway. yeah, he looked like he was wearing a hat that he might have got uh, thrown in the washer and the dryer with his uh, pinks. <laughs> you know, yeah, with the reds, yeah, yeah, the reds, so. and it made it pink. So I think here we're going to have to go over our picks here in a little bit. So uh, why don't we why don't we just go over our picks here? All right. So we have our picks from the PGA Championship. We had a guest pick, a guest picker, uh, Jeff Welch, the champion from the Union Golf Tournament. <laughs> Damn it. God, People he beat us it. on the golf course, and he beat us at our own game. I know. Yes. Get get beat twice in one, just a few days by the same guy. It's just heartbreaking. It's tough. But you know what? If I'm going to get beat, I'd rather get beat by Jeff Welch. So we'll go over our picks really quick. I, I know that we put them out there um, during last week's episode. Uh, Welch picked we read Shoffley, Answer, and Bradley, and then his alternates were Reed and Leishman. I apologized to him later because he brought it to my attention. Actually, he didn't really bring it to my attention. He said, sorry for the late switch. And I said, oh, I didn't even see that email that came in. So he actually swapped uh, Reed for Answer. Um, so he had Shoffley, Reed, and Bradley as his picks. So he ended up Shoffley missed the cut and then Reed and Bradley both tied for 17th. I don't want to talk about those guys. Uh, he ended up, had he been playing by the same rules as us, he would have ended up taking home two, $2. So he lost, he lost $2 when Xander Shoffley. missed the cut. Yeah. And then the other two guys got $2 each yep. for making top T T 20 inside the top 25. So we had to come through with some picks that would have made more than $2. So my picks were Justin Thomas, Max Homa, and Abraham answer. 
Thomas and Homa both missed the cut. Homa missed it big. Thomas didn't have a great tournament either. Abraham answer. He ended up T8, had the lowest round on Sunday, at the lowest round of the tournament, and he ended up having it on Sunday. Uh, he ended up T8. So I ended up owing the jar a dollar. My alternates, Will Zalatoris, ended up T8. Wish I would have switched that one out. Yep. And uh, Mark Cloris Leishman uh, ended up missing the cut. You had three picks that all made the cut. So feeling we thought, good. Feeling thought there good. Was some promise. You had Jordan Spieth, Rory McIlroy, and Victor Hovland. Sounds like a solid grouping right there. None of them made it in the top 25. And I think when Sunday started, Victor Hovland and Rory, or not Rory, excuse me, Jordan Spieth were top 30. I mean, all they got to do is shoot a 70. Everybody else is doing it before them. Yeah. Speed shoots a 75. What a jerk. I didn't see what Hovland did. Hovland just kind of lingered, it seemed like. Hovland kind of uh, got uh, in. He, I think he shot a 75. Just Jesus. Come yeah. on, you guys. Pull it together. Your alternates, uh, um, Schwartzel, Miscut, and Sam Burns, WD. So you break even out of all those picks. If Spieth, if Spieth gets inside the top 25 like he should have, or Victor... I win a couple bucks and I tie Welch and he doesn't beat us. We don't give him $5. Or if our nemesis, Patrick Reed, misses the cut by his one shot, he ended up making the cut by one shot, birdied the 18th hole, his 18th hole on Friday. And I have never hated Patrick Reed any more than I did that day. <laughs> <laughs> so I was watching that it live that Friday and... He was had that putt, and I think it was a good 15 feet. And somebody was saying, I don't know if it was Zinger, but somebody was, or Nabilo, but they were saying, yeah, he needs to make this to have any chance. And somebody said, no fucking, well, they didn't say that, but they said, no right. way. It's not, it's not going to plus five, but the wind was blowing. Yeah. 15, 16, 17, 18, we're all into 20 to 30 mile an hour gusts. I mean, it was, those guys were hitting two irons on 17 from 198 yards. I bet there were some guys that might have even hit a four or five wood yeah. and we're, we're praying it, it clears the water. Yeah. Sunday, it's the wind's opposite direction and they're playing it from 220 and people are hitting six and seven irons in. So, Patch Greed gets us. God, it kills yep. me to say that. <sighs> so, Char's all paid up. We've paid up Welch. Welch, being the nice guy that he is, wanted us to just keep the money. He wanted the victory more than anything. So I said, no, we pay up. You won fair and square. So so everything's all paid up. So Beautiful. Yeah. We done with the PJ Championship? Enough talking about Phil. Enough talking about Eric Van Ruyen. <laughs> yeah, it feels like it, man. All right, let's move on to the Charles Schwab this week. So we've got the Colonial, as they call it. Mm-hmm. I've never really heard it referred to as the Charles Schwab, but a lot of the a lot of people just call it the call it Colonial because it's at Colonial Country Club in Fort Worth, Texas. The defending champion, Daniel Ben Hogan. Ben Hogan. <laughs> I bet he won. I don't know if he won it. Hell yeah, he won it there. Oh, I mean, I feel okay. He probably won a Colonial. Pe- is that Isn't is that, that, that is that picture, picture? Right did he you? win the U.S. Open at, at Colonial? Let me let me check. Stand by, Todd. This is where you kind of just talk, kind of you know. What, what am you, I looking you, at back here, Todd? You're looking at um, Ben Hogan standing in the middle of the fairway, which I thought was Colonial, and he hit into it with like a two iron, or something. one iron, butter knife. It's uh, it is not Colonial. It's Marion. It's the U.S. Same. Open at Marion. That was after the year after he got in the car wreck. Same diff. Same difference. Just yeah, just like Innsbruck, Innsbruck and uh, in- Inverness. <laughs> Good day, mate. Uh, designer. Do you know who the designer is for uh, Colonial? No, no. I don't even nobody guess. does. I don't even care. John Breden, John Bredemus, and Perry Maxwell. John Bredemus. Uh Par. Todd, 
70. Yeah, yardage, 7,000-ish yards. I didn't get the exact yardage, but... Um, They're going to, after playing that monster in uh, Kiowa oh, gosh. at 7,600, they're going to be like pitching pot. Yeah. This is going to feel like nothing. Yeah. Um, Although so I bet it gets windy in South Texas. Very well. Or North good. Texas or West Texas. You Wherever know, Fort, Worth. Fort Worth is <laughs> in Fort Texas. It's probably an area that they want to secede from the Union. Enjoying Idaho and Southern Oregon. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to talk about our picks and who we we're gonna have guest picks, but uh, do you want to talk about what we're gonna do from here on out? Yeah, that that sounds good. Uh, You you were saying that we didn't have any nobody sent you an email wanting to be a guest picker. No, and maybe just people just don't have time. Maybe people don't have interest. Maybe they just don't have enough knowledge maybe you and i just intimidate them i don't know that's mm-hmm. not it clearly that's not it but uh yeah so we we didn't have any interest nobody reached out um uh, maybe they just didn't have time i'm assuming uh so you know they don't know when we're going to record so i try to at least post something on social media to just kind of make people aware um but anyways what would you come up with i thought we should just do the majors only and instead of giving you five dollars if you you beat us, we'll give you some swag, which could very well be a hat. There you go. Which is worth more than five dollars. Clearly, Alex Schmidt made it known that it's worth about sixty dollars. So this is a win-win for all of our fans out there. That uh, we're not going to have guest pickers every week. I think it's just a, it, it was a little uh, too much probably to manage on our end, anyways. Just to try to try to get guest pickers every week. So yeah. if we just do them for the majors, uh, that's good. Uh, so we're going to, instead of just paying you cash out of the jar, we'll just give you some swag. And and we we might tweak it a little bit, because I don't like the fact that they can just pick any three without any consequences. And what we might do is we'll Bring let them, on them the show? pick. Maybe. Maybe. You know, wouldn't that be kind of fun to have a, a guest picker a, uh, to get some incentive? And they can... Uh, They'll make do picks just like we do, and that way I think it would even it out. And if you win it outright, you get a hat. If you beat us, you get a hat. If you tie or lose, you don't get shit. You just get <laughs> you get to come down and drink some beer in the divot room. Or if oh, we'll have them live. I like that too. I do like that. Yeah. So, you, if you're the guest picker, you can be the. You can't say anything the entire show except for your picks, but you know. Yeah, you get to sit here and drink beer and, and listen fact to us, check us, and then we'll bring yeah. you in. Yeah, you could be yeah. the fact checker for the day. I kind of like that. We we might be able to fine tune that a little bit more to to let people know what their exact role is. But I kind of like that idea of having them come in and and at least hearing their voices uh, with the picks. And, so. and we might be able to zoom them so they don't have to come in if that's inconvenient, you know, because we have yeah. to work around our schedule. We do. If they can't work around our schedule, you'll send them the link like you do for me. There, you, you, <laughs> there you know, go. I'm, I'm just there like this baby, this baby over here that all he knows how to do is plug in his earmuffs <laughs> and his microphone barely. Uh, that's awesome. That's so great. Yeah, I like that. So more to come on that. Uh, we have a few weeks uh, before the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. Um, but between now and then, you'll be hearing from Todd and I on various different tournaments so uh, i think we've got the colonial clearly this weekend we've got the memorial coming up uh we have one other tournament and then i, I think we have the u.s open i think we only have three more tournaments in the u.s open at tory pines so let's see phil said he's playing in colonial then he's going to take two weeks off and go down to san diego and, and yeah. practice putting and chipping and hitting bombs and yeah hitting his bombs yeah, which is going to be a little bit different. So those those of you that are used to watching like the Farmers Insurance Open, which is played at Torrey Pines, also they play, they split the first two days. They play the North Course and the South Course. So the U.S. Open is just going to be at the South Course. You've played both courses. I right? played the South Course. I have not played shoot, the North. Did you shoot a seventy? Nope. I you shot. I actually played pretty well. I think I. I mean, I know I shot in the eighties. Uh, I want to say eighty-two or eighty-four. I can't remember which one. I think I have my scorecard. 
Did you play the forward tees? Did you play the senior tees? Did you I play played one up. Tees? I played one up from the pros. So I think they had red, wow. white, blue, and then they had. You can just tell. I mean, they. I, I don't even think they had T markers back where those guys hit from. No, they don't want anybody going back there unless you are a. No. So I, I think it's what, what is it? 10, 11, 12, 13. I think it's 14, that par five where you tee off and kind of goes down in the goalie and then back up. And, and so those guys, I was teeing off and whoever I was playing with, they're like, that's where the pros tee off from. I'm like, where they're like way back in there. So it's like way back in the dirt and b- underneath the high tension power lines. Like it's way back there i'm like you gotta like you have to carry it 240 just to get to the grass yeah it's ridiculous where they tee off from in some of those holes you look back you're like oh my gosh i mean i was even with some of those guys on their drives you know where i hit and i'm like oh this is Mm -hmm. where you know this is where jb holmes took 10 minutes for the wind to change to hit his approach into 18 (laughs) and i'm right even with him but yeah he was probably 40 yards behind me when he teed off so uh, you know what? I saw somebody got dinged for just, I don't want to dwell on the PGA, but somebody, I think it was Paul Catlin. Yeah, he I got, saw that too. He, he, he got a bad time on like 12. They said it took him 60 seconds. And I guess the standard is 40 seconds. Just and I for don't a know, shot? Yeah. So once I think you've determined that it's your turn. Gotcha. The timer stops. And uh, I was talking with Ronnie. At work, he's like, that doesn't seem like very much time. I'm like, okay, pretend you're going to hit a shot. I'll start, or I'll start the stop clock, stopwatch. So he did it, and I think it took him 20 seconds. Yeah, seems reasonable. Yeah, and it's it's like people that, that like to walk to the ball, and then they take out their range finder, and then they look at the wind, they throw the grass, and then they put on their glove. I almost want to fucking hit him over the head with a golf club. You put your glove on as you're walking to your ball. You don't people. take it off. Well, it, it, I'm fine. You know, it could be sweaty or what have you, and it's your yeah. thing. But as you, when you're at your ball, you, that goddamn glove better be on your fucking hand. Yeah, when you and I are playing, I mean, it's just, just go. Just go, yeah. ready, golf? You're ready? Yeah, go for it. You know, I mean, it's not that big of a deal when we're just playing like this, but yeah. pros are a little bit different. So, anyways, are we... We at the point that we're ready to make our picks for Colonial. I'm ready. See, look at me. I'm playing. I'm calling it Colonial too. The Charles Schwab Challenge. They're not a sponsor, so it's not like we really care. Not, and not I yet. pick first. Correct, because yeah, you picked yes. Jordan Spieth first last week. Yep. All right, so we got we've got quite the field. I mean, this is pretty impressive field, just especially after a major. Mm-hmm. Um, right down Colonial. Are you going to write Charles Schwab? I mean, what's Charles Schwab? Anyways, is it an investment company? Yep. Okay. I'm going to pick for my first pick. I got Jordan Spieth. That sounds good. I like it. I like it. That's a good pick. And I he's on my radar. He's on he's on here. In fact, I need to cross him off so I don't, you know, say his name. I'm not going to pick Furberger, the what? defending champion. You're not. Nah. No. Not yet. I think I'm going to go with I thought so this person had a pretty decent tournament at the PGA. I'm going to go with Justin Rose. Oh, that's a great pick. Any, any, any of these guys that, you know, they're just, I mean, I wonder if anybody made like 30 grand off of Mickelson winning the PGA. Somebody uh, I work with sent me a text. His buddy put down $15 on 30 and made uh, 1200, I think. I was just going to say, yeah. All right. Uh, you know where I'm going, Todd? <laughs> Abraham. Abraham answer. Abraham is the answer. 20 to 1. He'll be there. He will be there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I think Justin Thomas laid an egg this last week. Yeah. 
clearly. I'm not sure he's going to fix it. <laughs> oh, gosh. I was about to write it down. I'm writing it down. I got to scratch it out now. <laughs> you know, if you just remove God. the T and the S, it's Homa. <laughs> God. You know what? I'm going to go with a, I believe it's a Latino. He might be Puerto Rican, Joaquin Neiman. Uh, My namesake, Venezuelan, Chilean, Venezuelan, Chilean, maybe, maybe Chilean. Uh, I can't remember. South American. I'd have no. Yes, South American. I'd have to look it up. I'm going to take Joaquin Neiman. Good pick. I like his waistline, like 26 inches, maybe. I don't know. He he almost disappears when he turns sideways. Very skinny, very svelte man. Oh man, I have got so many names written down here, dude. I have got Ian Poulter. I've got Phil Mickelson. I've got Keith Mitchell. I've got Chris Kirk, Henry, Harry Higgs, Brendan Grace, Joel Damon, Scotty Scheffler, Justin Thomas, Harold Varner, Richie Orinsky, Zalatoris, Furberger, M, and Cockrack. I just don't, I don't know where to go. I mean, this is like, uh, I'm going with Scheffler. That's going to be – doesn't Dick like Scheffler? They love Scheffler. He, yeah. he picked Because he was in the pool with me and Baby Kens, and Scheffler was in his picks. That's my Dick pick for the week is, is and, Scheffler. There you go, Dick. I got your, I got your pick out there. And Scheffler, he did, he, I think he finished in the top 25. So, And this is Texas, man. He's from Texas. Oh, yeah. Look at you picking all the boys from Texas. Well, we got a couple Texans and a Mexican. (laughs) Texas. Like it. I picked some Texans. Love it. Okay. I hate to say this, dude, but my picks are solid. Like, you have, like, really Rosa Neiman against Spieth, Answer, and Scheffler. Well, when. (laughs) When Kathy Joy picked Oost Hazen, Adam Scott, John Rom, and uh, Spieth, I was like, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. Fair enough. And, and there's been times where I've said, honey, pick again. I, yeah. And this time I was like, nope. She, it was like Lenore's her, picks. Lenore picks. Living her yeah. best, best life, and uh, boom. So I'm going to go with Corey Connors. I'm thinking outside the box. Good day, mate. Yep. Canadian. Great, great pick. I mean, he's been playing solid. He, he yeah, he could win. All right. I don't I hold mean, on, hold on, hold on. Who who do I have so far? Rose, Neiman, and Connors. You want to change your Connors pick there? No, no, I'm gonna keep it. Um <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm fine. I love it. Okay. So our our, our alternates, so uh, pick Higgs. Good one. Guy's just solid character, man. He's just cool, cool yeah. dude that everybody just seems to like. And he's just he just shows up to the golf course and he's just happy, like he loves his job. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's he's a funny character. I'm gonna go with uh, Johnny Rom. I'm going to go with Joel Damon. Mm, he was on my list. And then I'm uh, my final pick is going to be the Furberger. Oh, I thought you were going to go with Mickelson. None of us picked Mickelson. Well, it, we know how hard it is to win two weeks in a row. Right. I mean, the emotional... I mean, he's got to be drained after just his slow breathing and drinking coffee and activating his calves and hitting bombs and shit and intimidating Kepka for reals. But you know what? Come the U S open. Maybe for sure. I mean, maybe I although the rough's going to be a little longer than Kiwa. I'll probably pick him. You know, you're going to fucking pick Abraham answer Max Homa. And who's your other Homer? Well, it'll be Phil Mickelson that week, probably. So for those of you that want to be our guest picks and listen to this, uh, 
Final thoughts, dude. I think we're I think we're good on everything. You got any, I got a couple things here. Um, you got anything? Uh, yeah, the Oregon State Beavers men's golf team advanced through the regionals. Nice, and they're one of the twenty teams that's going to uh, the championships. They're competing starts. right now. Then it started today. Oh well, radical. So I think, yeah, I don't know I, where I, the where they're at, but uh, it's pretty sweet. They uh, they played the best golf they've played all year. Good timing, and uh, Spencer Tibbetts finished T four. Nice at minus nine. These are the regionals. Yep, yeah. and uh, I saw him at the, my folks club. He, I saw him down guy. in Stone Creek a couple of years he's ago. He's a he's a big guy, very big. And I like it. I yeah. like it. So he qualified I'm, I'm, for the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach a couple of years ago. Jeez. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what they do. I just would love it if all of a sudden Oregon State just got into the match play. So I, I believe they do the just regular uh, stroke play, and whoever wins it wins it is the individual champion. And I think based on where all those players finishes. How many teams make it to the top eight? Or I, something? Dude, I have to look it up every year. And it goes I don't to know match how play. it goes. I think so. They have the individual uh, medalist winner, right? So they're playing that yeah. right now. Um, then they have the team medalist, which they're I think they're doing or no, not team tournament. So they must have the individual medalist during this qualifying. And the team scores, they must take the team scores that go into the further on in the tournament. So I don't know. I have to look it up every year. I mean, this is where I, way outside my. Uh, it's fun. I watch it every year. And yeah. It's, 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 it's fun. It's a fun format. These are the up and comers. These are the people that are going to be on the Corn Ferry Tour. These are the people that are going to be potentially on the PJ Tour because they started out with this PGAU thing where the, the, mm-hmm. the top five or whatever college players i think might just get straight into the corn fairy tour i think yeah it, it, oklahoma state i remember when matthew wolf was there i feel like victor hovland was playing on that team yeah, i mean that was. team was christopher stacked. christopher ventura was on that team they had three guys that are on the pga tour right now and and matt wolf won the individual champion and they lost to a team that caught fire. And so I'm hoping yeah. my Beavers do it. Yeah. Come on. Let's go, Beavers. University of Oregon won a few years ago when it, when it was actually held at the Eugene Country Club. So Yeah. Yeah. So right now in the PGA Tournament University rankings, um, there's the top five. And I think those top five guys might just get into the Corn Ferry Tour. I don't think they have to go through Q School. Which is, I, I, mean. I think it's a really cool way to do it. So it kind of rewards these guys that are doing well in, in, in the NCAs. Um, uh, Cameron Young from Scarsborough, Scarsboro, New York, uh, went to Wake Forest University, I believe with uh, Will Zalatoris. He won the Advent Health Championship at Blue Hills Country Club in Kansas City, Missouri on the Corn Ferry Tour. Congratulations to Cameron. Oh, that's pretty cool. LPGA. So he, he's he's an amateur and want to beat all the pros, huh? No, he was a pro. Oh, yeah. No, Cameron Young. He uh, he went to Wake Forest. He isn't currently going there. He's he's on the corn fair. He's he's in the top twenty five. He's a demon. He was a demon deacon. Demon and deacon. I, and I feel like um, Curtis Strange. Every time they have him on, <laughs> they'll talk about some dummy from Wake Forest that, oh, he went to Wake Forest. He was a demon deacon. Yeah. Oh, God, I love him so much. And there's so many, so many great golfers that were demon deacons. Curtis Strange? I haven't seen him in a while. Is yeah, he still he employed? I think so. I think okay. he zooms. Maybe NBC or something. Uh, LPGA, Pure Silk Championship, presented by Visit Williamsburg in Williamsburg, Virginia. Wei Ling Shi, I believe is how you pronounce it. One, uh, she had a four shot swing on the 15th hole on Sunday. Wow. Four shot swing, dude. She was down by two going into 15, par five. She uh, makes eagle and the other person makes a double? Uh, yes. Jeez. Yep. She, she Whoops. makes eagle. Short, sh- kind of a short ish par five. 
but her playing competitor, Jet, uh, who is it? Jet, gosh, I always hate these names. Jet, Jetin, Jetin Ar- Agarin. <laughs> I'm butchering this crap. Uh, I had it down earlier, but now that I'm on the on, on the hot seat, I can't get it. But uh, anyways, uh, her playing competitor got a double eagle and or double bogey, and uh, she got a eagle. So ended up going on to win. She just took it took took it over. It's pretty I was pretty impressive for that at the end of. Uh, the I know, right? It was it was uh, it was interesting watching. It. I was like, oh, I wonder where they're playing. I'm like, oh, clearly we'll visit Williamsburg because it looked like, of course, here that we would be playing. I mean, it looked like they were playing at Stone Creek or something. Uh, it was pretty. Mm-hmm. It was pretty funny. Um, they finished yesterday, but I was watching the replay today before we uh, got on the Zoom. There. Um, uh, so it, it it was a pretty good ending for those last. She, few I, days. I I I saw her. She looked emotional, and I think I saw her wearing a hat that said "Golf Taiwan." Yes, she's from. Uh, she's actually from Chinese ta- Taipei, China Taipei, right? Okay, how you say Chinese Taipei? Taipei. I like. I think yeah. you're doing good. <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm not gonna get hate mail because people don't even email us about wanting to be picked. So. Anyways, I'm sure Warren will probably get on our case about something about that. <laughs> Sorry, well, I'm buddy. Glad he, we we might need to have him over here. Uh, yeah, fact ch- checking us. Yeah, maybe we'll have him on in in the in the studio. Trunk slammers, ding dong of the week. I think we've kind of covered that. We've got <laughs> Eric Van Ruyen. It's got to be the ding dong of the week, and maybe a sure. trunk slammer, right? So yeah, Sam Barnes or Sam Burns. Sorry, not Sam Barnes. Sam Burns, trunk slammer. I, I saw a funny, you know how we've been given uh, Stenson shit. Like, oh yeah. Just hasn't quite figured it. Sunday I was watching it in the morning and did he make the he cut? Hit, yeah. Okay. He made the cut. And so he was playing Sunday and he was in the middle of the fairway and he hits this shot and it comes up a little short and left in the bunker and he slams his club down from the butt end and the thing breaks in half and they had a microphone on it. So you heard the think it's like, yeah, yeah. Still struggling. Yeah. Still struggling. Oh God. He'll Breaking find shit and he'll find it again one of these days. He you know, it's a Ryder Cup year. He might just be extra frustrated because he might not make it on the Ryder Cup. Oh, you know what? It, probably at the, the open championship and wherever they're playing, he's he's probably gonna bring it and all of a sudden we're gonna go, fuck. Why didn't I pick him? Well, because he breaks clubs and he fucking misses cuts and he just He's always on the practice green, looking like he couldn't make a putt to save his life. So, you know, if if we actually took really good notes and actually took some notes that we would save, I I would commit right now to picking Henrik Stenson during the Open Championship. Hold, ah. hold me to it. I know you get you got a you got a pretty good mind like that. No, no, no I don't. But you got anything else, dude? Nope. All right, dude. That was a great PJ Championship. I was thrilled. Uh, it was good to yep. see Phil win. Uh, again, sure. it would have been better if Tiger was there in the mix, but you know what? Get get well, Tiger. Hope to see you back soon. Um, at least maybe don't think we'll see you in 2021, but hopefully we'll see you in 2022. Anyways, everyone will be good humans. Get vaccinated. Everyone have a great week. Except for Patrick Reed. <laughs> <laughs>